You've made a serious investment in protecting yourself and your family. You've purchased the gun, the ammunition, the training, and even secured a license to carry in your state. You know the Constitution and don't believe you should have to pay for a right that you already have, as written in the Second Amendment, but you are law-abiding. Now you are considering the legal defense options you should have if you ever have to use a firearm. Self-Defense Fund is a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more, up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney costs per member. Discover SelfDefenseFund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time. You're listening to Resolution Radio. ResolutionRDO.com And I thought today what we talk about is a little more of the history of uh, Dr. John Coleman's book, The Conspirator's Hierarchy, The Story of Committee of 300, which Alex has referenced quite a bit. Uh, in the last few weeks, and uh, we did a podcast on that recently. And I, I got to look back at this book, which I haven't looked at in many, many years, and I forgot how good it was. I forgot how much information, how predictive it was, and how it ties into a lot of the other texts that I've been lecturing through and covering lately, such as this excellent history of Gladio <clears throat> by Paul Williams, uh, which I finished. And you might think, well, what does the Cold War and Gladio have to do with right now? It seems disconnected. It doesn't have anything to do with people self-mutilating and people, uh, no, actually it has a lot to do with it because the entities behind the operations in the Cold War are the same entities that you see involved in the Ukraine operation because NATO and these, uh, you know, groups that supported what, what amount to the SS, these kinds of things, that was all part of Gladio. So the reason that there are uh, tiny mustache man followers in the Ukraine goes back to Operation Gladio. And a lot of that also ties into this, the Tavistock Institute. And so we're going to be talking about Tavistock, which Dr. John Coleman wrote a lot about, which was mind control, psychological warfare. And don't go anywhere. This is the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer of Jay's Analysis. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer of jaysanalysis.com. I'm also on YouTube. I'm also on Rockfin. I'm also on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram. All those different outlets. Be sure and follow me on all of those. Rumble as well. Um, you know, I've been reading all these, uh, these great Cold War texts and going back and looking at some of those writers that were writing in the 80s and 90s warning us about what was coming uh, in this New World Order, this technocratic agenda that they had planned. You know, we've lectured through tons of books, Anthony Sutton, Carol Quigley, all of these academics that have been saying what would come, some pro, some con. And one of those books that was more of a critique was by the uh, alleged uh, former MI6, MI5 spymaster, John Coleman. And he wrote the book, <clears throat> The Committee of 300. <clears throat> so a little bit about that book, because it was published, I think, in the uh, early 90s, 1992. <clears throat> and he said, look, I was in a lot of these meetings, and in these meetings, we had people who were planning a future technocratic world government. And he said, you know, I didn't realize that when I was uh, recruited into intelligence work, that what was really going on behind the scenes at places like Cambridge and Oxford and uh, Harvard, Yale, the Eastern Seaboard Elite, the Anglo-American establishment, what they, was, what they were planning was actually a completely different 
style of living, that, that all of life would change, that we would undergo tumultuous, crazy changes in the coming decades that would lead us out of what we considered you know, normal, healthy, traditional ways of living, having families, going to church, having and running a business, passing on your inheritance. Literally everything would be changed because there was a coterie of groups, including entities like the Club of Rome, which planned the future global revolution uh, known as the Green Revolution. And in their documents that they published back uh, you know, in the, in the 70s all the way up in the 90s, they argued that we would have an austerity future, a future where it would not be based on production, but on limited resources, resource scarcity. And I want to get to that agenda because that's what's rolling out right now. We are right now living in the era of what Dr. John Coleman talked about in regard to these documents of the Club of Rome. Uh, and he says that the people behind the scenes were precisely people like Dr. Henry Kissinger. The beginning of Dr. John Coleman's book, he talks about <clears throat> uh, an operation that was run by all these same people, including Henry Kissinger, in Italy. And that was known as, at that time, he said it was just the secret operation where the CIA, together with organized crime, Sicilian mafia, had concocted a plan to fund their black ops through drug money. And he says that this was a, a discovered by many uh, secret society do uh, members being leaked throughout the 70s and 80s in Italy and throughout Europe. We now know today that this was uh, Operation Gladio, because Gladio wasn't known until about 1990 in terms of what it re really was and what it was about. Now, the auspices of Gladio seem plausible, they seem sensible. Hey, why don't we have a secret army, a bunch of cells, a few thousand people trained throughout Europe, and other countries to stave off a future potential Soviet invasion. So maybe Stalin, maybe uh, Khrushchev, maybe later Soviet leaders are going to try to invade and establish a Soviet government. We better have a stay-behind unit. And the means and methods that they use were the recruitment of certain organized crime figures in certain Masonic societies, namely the P2 Lodge in Italy. The P2 uh, in Italy and the CIA used the Vatican Bank as their chief operation for money laundering. They had other banks as well. They set up numerous shell companies, numerous shell banks. And again, that's a big part of Gladio. Of course, Paul Williams covers it in his book, Operation Gladio. Now, why are we talking about, again, all this Cold War stuff? Because you can't understand where we are now without understanding the real architecture and breakdown of the Cold War. And while it's true that there's a potential or some kind of danger that might have uh, come about through the popularity of communism, we know in Italy at this time that the Christian Democratic Party was beginning to lose adherence and communism was on the rise. And not only does Paul Williams talk about that, Dr. John Coleman talks about that in the late 70s, early 80s. And so we had these operations that Kissinger and other entities uh, basically ran in Italy, where they staged the uh, kidnapping of a uh, of Aldo Moro. They did all these operations to make communism look bad. Now, communism was bad. I'm not saying it was good. But we have these entities that are basically <laughs> big crime syndicates, right? It's two different uh, organized crime syndicates, you could say. You could say the communist crime syndicate versus the Gladio crime syndicate, NATO crime syndicate. And one thing that we know is that the people behind uh, Gladio, the people behind the so-called right wing were also all of these uh, 
Club of Rome people pushing for a future Great Reset, a future austerity. For example, John Coleman says the Club of Rome conspired through uh, <clears throat> umbrella organizations, and they achieved a marriage between the Anglo-American establishment and the old black no nobility families of Europe. So this would be like you know the King of England and all these groups, right? Uh, the so-called nobility in London, Venice, Genoa. The key to their successful control was to create and manage and savage economic to create, manage uh, economic recessions and then eventual depressions. So they actually do intend eventually to blow up economies. And he says that the Committee of 300, which he's just calling that the kind of, if you know about David Rothkopf, he wrote a book about the rulers of the world. He, he's from the Kissinger group. He wrote another book about running the world. And it's basically, he talks about a 6,000 people managerial class that runs the planet. That's a mainline academic, again, coming uh, from under the, the Kissinger group. Then above that, Dr. John Coleman uh, posits, there's another 300 people that kind of tell these people what to do. And amongst that group, you could figure out who it is. It would be people like, you know, Prince Charles, the Queen of England, uh, Lord Rothschild. It would be, uh, you know, people like uh, Ken, Henry Kissinger, Zbigniew Brzezinski. So that's that coterie of, of the, the top controllers. And these are the people that all have similar positions in groups like the CFR, Trilateral Commission, Club of Rome, Rand Corporation, Stanford Research. They, they sort of go in and out of all of these entities. And that's publicly on record. That's why the members of Bilderberg are the same people in Trilateral, the same people in CFR. That's who runs the planet. So we're talking about the top CEOs of the Fortune 100. We're talking about the top think tank uh, planners and social engineers. We're talking about the Kissingers, the Brzezinski's, that we're talking about the Jacques Attali's, the, the, the David Rockefeller's. Okay. These are the top people, top men, right? Healing our planet. And we know that they have the same plan because they all openly say they have the same plan. Okay, this is not a theory. This is a fact. A theory is something that you theorize about that you have perhaps some evidence for. Maybe a little bit of evidence, maybe a lot. That is not a fact because a fact is something that is objectively the case. And all of the people that are involved in this have written countless books, which we've lectured through, 60, 70 of them now. Many of them, white papers, think tank documents, actual big geopolitical texts. We've lectured through many of these, and there's absolutely no doubt that there is this overall our overarching plan. And we've talked about all the different groups because they're also all public. And one reason we know this, the, the same guy running the Gladio operations, for example, basically at the tip top, I'm talking about the Kissinger people up at the top of that, State Department Memorandum 200. We need to bring in austerity to bring down the population of the third world. And under the Nixon administration, that's not the only uh, uh, instance. In fact, under the Nixon administration, Kissinger was promoting and pushing all of these papers and memorandums for population reduction because he works for the Rockefeller Foundation, just like everybody else that pushes population control works for these same entities publicly. State Department Memorandum 200, reducing global population. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to get it done that year. These are long-term plans, long-term actuary plans, right, about how to achieve these events. And he says that a lot of these people consider themselves to be the wise men of the West or the Olympians. In other words, comparing themselves to 
the gods of Olympus, right? We're talking about the Kissingers. We're talking about the uh, George McGundy, McGeorge uh, Bundys. We're talking about the, the George Keenans. We're talking about the Henry Kissingers. We're talking about the Brzezinski's. We're talking about John McCloy. We're talking about all of these these uh, high level CFR planners and strategists, Cyrus Vance. We're talking about all these kind of people, right? With a single plan to bring in a single technocratic world government. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to figure out how those plans manifest and what is going on in the real world. Listen, do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible, ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And we will end America's foreign misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, the American Freedom Party, US. You're listening to Resolution Radio, Radio, Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. If Alex Jones runs for president in the Republican Party, he has a chance of winning. If you just tuned in, you may be noticing I'm wearing an Alex Jones for president 2024 shirt. Uh, I am not seriously planning to run for president. This is an idea the crew had to have a triggering shirt, kind of next level. Alex Jones was right. There's Infowars.com on the back, Alex Jones for President 2024 on the front. It's a fundraiser shirt. It's made out of really nice fabric. It's high quality. And it is a exclusive shirt to Infowarsstore.com. And when the shirts are gone, they're gone. We're doing one run of Alex Jones for President 2024 shirts. And you will have a historic memento, be able to spread the word, meet a lot of like-minded people, and you will be able to keep us on the air. No way. No way. That's a bridge too far. That's no, it can't be. And I said on national television that he was going to win. At InfoWarsStore.com. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm just rifling through all of these old foreign affairs magazine uh, or journal texts. And here's an old one from 1972, which features a really interesting article by... Uh, old Z Big himself. Sit down and shut up. How the Cold War was played by Sabina Brzezinski. And this was in 1972 when he was uh, laying out the strategies up till that time. And, and the amazing part is that, uh, you know, Zbigniew knew Brzezinski then took over Cold War uh, machinations and operations and uh, recruited the Mujahideen. The what would later become Al Qaeda to fight the Soviets in Afghanistan, and we know that the, the focal point of Afghanistan is not just a geostrategic area, but it's also a drug poppy region. And after the U.S. in uh, you know post 9/11 invasion of Afghanistan, we have the explosion of heroin production from 200 300 tons a year to something like 5,000. Remember, remember a uh, Geraldo and in, uh, interviewing troops 
Those clips are still on YouTube. You can find them from Fox News. Uh, U.S. troops guarding the opium. And you, and you, you listen to the troops and they say, well, we're going to burn all this opium, this billion-dollar crop. We're going to plant cucumbers. Give me a break. Cucumbers. Who believes that? What is the plan of these Olympians, these, these uh, titans, these technocrats? What do they want to set up? Well, Dr. Coleman says, here's a, here's a, a helpful list of the things that you will see. Again, this is written in 1992. He says, based on the plans of these elite, he says that they will eventually, number one, create a one-world government where there will be a unified church and a unified monetary system. So Dr. Coleman is one of the few people who understands the importance of this one world religion that they're pushing and promoting, something that we've talked about for many years. And in fact, uh, Pope Francis has just inaugurated his uh, multi-faith center in Abu Dhabi, where the three world great monotheistic religions, as he says, Juda Judaism, Islam, Christianity, will now merge into some kind of new uh, hybrid thing a new hybrid world religion where all the world religions are basically tool, tools of the super state, the world technocratic order. Number two, the utter destruction of all national identity and national movements and pride. That, of course, is a huge uh, move that's been pushed for the last several decades, the anti-American movement, the, the idea that any form of patriotism is itself um, evil, racist, right? The destruction of religion. We're going through the list of Dr. John Coleman, and after there, there being a new world religion with no dogmas, we're told that Brzezinski says, quote, we will enter into a new age of technotronics, the technotronic technocratic era. And he says that this will basically create androids, cyborgs, and a version of uh, humans that, will, that we've never seen before. In other words, transhumanism, again, from Brzezinski's famous book, Between Two Ages. There will be an end to all industrialization and the produ production of uh, nuclear energy into what they call a zero population, z zero growth society. So this is that austerity that I'm talking about. This is that agenda for total energy control to put everybody in a communal living, everybody in a, uh, a coffin apartment, everybody in a coom pod. And that's part of a larger agenda that we'll talk about here in a minute, which is the complete shutting down of everything. That's the eventual goal. So this deindustrialization will send all the production off to other countries. And of course, remember NAFTA, remember GATT, remember TPP, all that stuff. That was part of this. That was pushing all of this. We will see the complete legalization of all drugs and all forms of pornography. That's already begun. We will see uh, the movement of, pe of people out of um, wild areas and into large cities, ultimately for the goal of population control. So he's actually talking about the 15-minute cities. He's talking about the... Uh, you know, basically running, it's living in an AI technocratic grid uh, that you are controlled and tracked in these smart cities. There will be a suppression of all scientific development except for scientific developments deemed beneficial by the Committee of 300. Now, this we see in the book Brave New World, which I just lectured through that entire book, chapter by chapter, uh, for my members, if you want to go uh, listen to the full breakdown, because this is, uh, I hadn't gone through Brave New World in probably six years going through it again. I was amazed at how much I missed. There's so much stuff in there that Huxley, an insider to all of this, he put in the book and said, this is a real story. This is not fiction. This is real. This is what they're going to roll out. And that's exactly what we see rolling out. 
And in regard to the suppression of real science, the suppression of actual, you know, health developments and all this kind of stuff, that's actually in Brave New World as well. The, the World Socialist Controller, Masafa Mon, says that we can't give everybody, you know, the truth. Everybody can't handle these real scientific developments. We have to suppress this and we have to dumb down the population, right? It's, again, real world. It's not fiction. There will be uh, strategic operations of an arc of crisis and strategy of tension he says, throughout various countries, eventually leading to so much chaos that we can, have, we can have means by which there will be an eventual depopulation by the year 2050. So they'll reduce the world population to 500 million and then down to 100 million by 2050. And that will be achieved through continual war, continual, uh, continual bio-releases, continual everything you can think of. This is the Global 2000 report. And this was, uh, you can look to uh, high-level people like Cyrus Vance who were involved in the production of these kinds of documents. We should probably cover this Global 2000 report uh, since we haven't done that one yet. The moral fiber of the nation must be demoralized and it must be destroyed through toxic culture. Now, this is where Tavistock comes into play. You heard me talk about Tavistock and, you know, I've mentioned and, and analyzed the uh, Daniel Estelin book on Tavistock so many times because it goes into the actual strategies of the various doctors, the various, um, even people from the Frankfurt School, Marcuse, uh, you know, these, these weirdo figures that were really degenerate philosophers who engineered where we are now. We're talking about the 1960s counterculture, right? That's Esalen Institute, that's Tavistock Institute. It's engineering these ideas that Alvin Toffler, another one of the global elite, writes about. He wrote about in the 1970s and 80s, not just in Powership, but also in books like uh, Future Shock. Future Shock is a Tavistock idea. It's a Tavistock terminology whereby they talk about shocking the population with such crazy, overblown information, so much, so much change that you can't process it. And this creates a apathetic malleable, pliable population. That's the purpose of the psychological warfare that Tavistock puts out. That's what this book is about. What has Tavistock published and what have they been involved in? Psychological operations, the promotion of scientism, the promotion of feminism, the Phoenix program. They were all involved in all of these things. MKUltra, studying shell shock dissociation, studying and promoting groupthink. Groupthink is a Tavistock operation. They also were involved in pushing and creating, promoting the vegan movement. Veganism is a Tavistock thing coming out of Stanford Research and Tavistock. Again, all covered in this book. But that's what Dr. John Coleman's talking about, is that these, these uh, manuals, these, these, these books, Changing Images of Man by Harmon, right? The Aquarian Conspiracy, Marilyn Ferguson. Right, Coleman talks about these. Don't go anywhere. We'll get more into the queer and conspiracy when we come back. The team at Antelope Hill is proud to announce the release of a new translation, Leon de Grel in Exile by Jose Luis Jerez Reisco. Readers of The Burning Souls will already be familiar with de Grel's life before and during the Second World War, his service on the Eastern Front, and his involuntary post-war exile in Franco, Spain. 
This new work tells the story of his life in exile in detail, replete with first-hand accounts from Spanish nationalists and friends of de Grel. During his time in Spain, de Grel did not wallow in sadness, despite the atrocities inflicted upon him and his family by the victorious Allied powers. He stayed remarkably active in European nationalist politics and left a lasting impression on both his personal friends and those from around the European world who took inspiration from his tenacious idealism. De Grel's enduring legacy in Spain is well-deserved. Such a legacy also deserves to be spread to both sides of the Atlantic and beyond. Antelope Hill is proud to be the first to bring this unparalleled biography to the English reader. Get Leon de Grel in exile today at antelopehillpublishing.com. intimidating do you think it's too much yeah i mean it looks pretty good but i don't know it's just a beard it's just not that intimidating dude hmm just a beard huh what about i gotta go to the bathroom dude that's intimidating man it's freaking awesome. You're on in five. Get your hair and beard formula at InfoWarsStore.com. Sexy. And intimidating. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I want to remind you that if you want to see me live, you can do so by going to my website there, and you'll notice there's a post at the top about two new live events that we have coming up. You can get tickets there, including June 3rd and 4th. Owen Schroyer will be present at that event, so that's going to be a lot of fun, as well as a host of other excellent researchers, artists, musicians, and comedians. And uh, we're going through this discussion of the Tauzog Institute preparing what's called the Aquarian Conspiracy, and this was a book that was written in the 1980s. I think this was 1980. Uh, we have the documents, folks. We have the documents. 82, 3, somewhere in there. 80, 1980 by Marilyn Ferguson. And although this book is titled The Aquarian Conspiracy, it's not actually a conspiracy text. In fact, she is a proponent of this completely new uh, revamping and, and uh, new way of doing all of uh, of life, <laughs> but where she says that everything's got to change. For example, women have got to be put into leadership roles. Men have got to become more feminine. We've got to have more uh, new age stuff. We've got to change the churches. Values have to be inverted. Everything flips for what she calls value transformation. Instead of thinking of yourself as an individual who, you know, has a job and starts a business or whatever, no, you're part of a collective and you're going to be living in a communal style of life. You're going to be part and parcel of a whole earth global transformation, the whole earth conspiracy. Now, again, this is not a conspiracy book. This is her promotion. And she's saying what we're doing is a conspiracy. But it's an open conspiracy in the words of H.G. Wells. It's the same plan. So that plan comes out of Tavistock, and Tavistock planned all of the promotion of the trans and Skittles stuff that you see today. Literally, look up the news the last five or six years. Spearheading this movement is the Tavistock Institute. Why? Why do they care so much about that? because it promotes sterilization and the inability to have offspring. And it destroys families. Reducing families reduces population. That's all this is about. Everything is that, that's it. It's not hard to figure out what's going on. It's in all of these books. But I, I, I was just seeing some statistics the other day, I was blown away, I couldn't believe it, but now I can. I think something like 60% of students, like high school students, they can't even read. And they've never read a book. So we're at like totally, you know, Eloy Morlock situation almost from H.G. Wells, where it's like we're dealing with people who have never read a book and, and probably can't even read. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm saying literally that's what the statistics show. So they're never, they're not, I mean, even though this is in a hundred different books that I can look at right now on my shelf, people are never going to figure this out and they don't care and they don't want to. And that's part of the point of the apology, right? When the philosopher tries to enlighten the people, they get mad. They want to stone him. Stop taking away our shadows on the wall. We don't want to know that. Dr. Coleman says that Tavistock was an instrumental in, in engineering, not just the, uh, sexual revolution, but the 60s countercultural revolution because sex, drugs, and rock and roll were discovered to be amazingly effective means of social change, not for the positive, but to degenerate and destroy and toxify culture to make people more malleable for the technocratic global collective. Now, 
that doesn't mean that everybody who's a 60s counterculture musician was a bad guy. No, no, no. There were a lot of people who had good ideas and and, and were uh, authentic, organic musicians, but that got taken over and steered into the degenerate, controlled pop culture that you see today. Everybody making the all-seeing eye image. You're like, why are they all doing that? It's because they're all part of the same club, or they want to be members of this club. These are all the just pop stars thinking that they're being social climbers or whatever. When in reality, what's the first rule of all the revolutionary takeovers? It's amazing that people don't know this or the people that do know it. And if you heard my lecture that I did on the famous uh, NKVD interrogation of Christian Rakovsky, the Bulgarian socialist Trotskyite, when he was interrogated by uh, Stalin's NKVD, they told him, you're going to die or you're going to tell us what's really going on. And he said, all right, I'll tell you what's going on because I know you're probably going to kill me anyway. And he said that uh, basically this is all a scam. The capitalist communist monopoly capitalist communist dialectic is run by the same people. And the ultimate goal is to allow monopoly capitalism to build the infrastructure, which will then be taken over by the revolutionaries, the true Trotskyite, true Luciferian revolutionaries. And they will get rid of their revolutionary guard. They will get rid of their dupes. Amazing. And then Stalin did the same thing. <laughs> Stalin purged all of his immediate underlings. Why? Because you can't allow the people that participate in the selling out and destruction of the culture to go into the new power structure because they just sold everybody out. So they're not reliable. And so the more devious and cunning technocratically know that their underlings are the first people that go. And if you're familiar with the history of the French Revolution, you know that that's exactly what happened. The French revolutionaries, they would all just purge the ones right underneath them when they came to power because they knew how devious and wicked the underlings were. were. And John Coleman is basically saying that, that, that this will lead to eventually the introduction of this technocratic order. Now, there's a lot of madmen out there. There's a lot of people in, insane, you know, in, in the government and the Biden, you know, the, these level people. But these level people, they're not really running things. And I, think, I would think that the whole Biden thing shows us that Biden isn't really running things. It's people like this, the Kissingers, the Brzezinski's, right? Now, Brzezinski's gone. Kissinger's uh, very advanced in age. But the people at that level, that, that uh, holdover sort of boomer power structure that's still holding the reins of power. They are still calling the shots. They still have the majority of the world's wealth, right? BlackRock, Vanguard type people. And he says that as we move through the plan of this high level group, trilaterals and the CFR and all that, they have decided to manage all of these crises. This is where the model of Gladio, right? So we're not under Gladio. It's just the model of Gladio. What they did in the Cold War with Gladio, and by the way, I'm not just going from so-called, quote, conspiracy texts. This is actually just a PhD thesis. Daniel Ganser's book, Gladio, Secret Armies. So it's not like we're under the threat of some giant global right-wing Gladio thing. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the structures and, and, and techniques that Gladio perfected are the structures and techniques for how it's run today. So the Gladio secret armies are the same pattern and model for 
the radical ISIS Al Qaeda models. You see, that's what I'm saying. The strategy of tension that was previously Gladio is now that kind of stuff. Now, we haven't heard a whole lot about ISIS Al Qaeda in the news lately. But of course, any of that can come back at any moment because those are all hybrid warfare, uh, proxy warfare strategies and techniques that can be used by the establishment when they need to roll them out. Likewise, we can see the strategy of tension, as I said, involved in the groups that are run in the Ukraine. And some of the people like the Galen Network, the Reinhard Galen Network, which is actually the origin of, of German intelligence, the BND comes from the Galen Org, the Galen Network, who was recruited into working in for the CIA after World War II by Dulles and Donovan. Very famous, very well known. And guess what? Galen, Otto Scorsini, they train groups in the Ukraine, which are still there. That's why we have tiny mustache man people <laughs> followers in the Ukraine. There you go. That's the holdovers, the descendants of Gladio right there. That's how to make sense of all this. Doesn't mean that we're being run by Italian Gladio world Cold War mobsters. That's not what's going on now. It's this, the technique, the plan, the strategy, the model is the same that's used in these groups. And if you don't understand that, then you're not going to understand how all of this stuff is controlled and run and works. This is the Alex Jones Show. Don't go anywhere. This is Jay Dyer. What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so, so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and body extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. ResolutionRDO.com Back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer of Jay's Analysis. We are talking about Gladio, and we're talking about how that's a, a, a pattern, a technique, a technology for uh, social uh, co uh, disrupting social cohesion through false flags, through terror, through assassinations. And that was exa exactly what Gladio did throughout the Cold War. And we might think, well, yeah, but I mean, it was a Cold War, so you know, you got to fight the the bad guys. But it's like, wait a minute, this is all running black market stuff. It's all funded by heroin, global heroin trade. Uh, so wait, who's the bad guy? Well, we got to do all that because the bad guys will do it. <laughs> okay, whatever. I mean, that's the thing is that this whole world order was structured on drug money, money laundering, giant fake banks, and 
This model is what the CIA took from the older British model, opium trade, right? Controlling the sea power, British Navy, these kinds of things. The Anglo-American establishment just adopted that same older model of fiat banking, drug warfare, and that's exactly what explains where we are now. And now they want to seize and control the reins of tech. That's their key thing, because if we read in, uh, you know, Kissinger's, Kissinger's world order, it's absolutely imperative that we control the technology to create the transhumanist future. So basically, that's what Kissinger says. He says, whoever controls the tech will control and run the world in the future. In other words, technocracy. So I've been reading through other books about this, like uh, Patrick Wood's book that he wrote with Professor Anthony Sutton, Trilaterals Over Washington, which is about how this same group, that's the same as this, the same group's not different erecting a technocratic global government. That's the plan. Now we're going through this step-by-step plan of Dr. Coleman. And the next one he says is that they will induce and create new cults. Well, that's something we've talked about for so many years. I wrote two books on all of these cults and how it how it plays out in Hollywood and right in all these movies. Go get my two books at my website. Go to the shop. You get signed copies, Esoteric Hollywood 1 and 2. I wrote two whole books on this. And I'm working on a third book on that. Go get those at Jay's analysis, the shop. And he says that these cults will be run by and promoted by a lot of the counterculture, right? Oh yeah, let's get into the counterculture. Let's get into meditation. And then let's get into, and that all that does is funnel people into all of these cults, which are run by the same power structure. Not every cult, but many of the cults, right? And this is why when we look at Jonestown, we see these odd patterns of you know, CIA popping up there and mind control and all this kind of stuff at Jonestown and the shady background that Jim Jones has. So uh, go to my YouTube channel. I just did an interview with a guy who uh, wrote a, a big piece on the history of Jonestown and uncovering new information. That's on the top of my YouTube channel. Go watch that. We went really deep into that. And he says that we will build up the cult of uh, aberrant versions of Christianity. He says that that, that the establishment will promote aberrant versions of Christianity to change it, right? To move Christianity into the global government along with the other groups that they control, such as the Muslim Brotherhood. He says that even at this time, that weird mind control cults like Muslim Brotherhood, like uh, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, these kinds of things, he says that they are modeled like Jim Jones style cults and like Son of Sam type cults to create assassins, to create crazy patsies that will go out and do crazy things. Those are gr- great breeding grounds for recruiting these creeps and weirdos and uh, you know, basically mentally deficient people who are in cults that are then unstable and manipulated then to do radical actions or uh, terror actions or assassinations, right? And we see the same thing with the recent shooting in Nashville, right? People who have mental problems, mental instability. I don't know if that person was in a cult, but you could say that the whole thing is basically a cult. I mean, essentially, the whole normie world, the NPC world, is a giant cult. Just look at the last three years of Koof. Trust the science. Put your mask on. Take your mask off. Put it on. Take it off. Off, on, off, on, off, on. Take it off. Put it on. Put it on. Take it off. Trust the science. I am sorry. What did Fauci do? Literally just gaslighting everybody every day. Changing it. Contradicting himself. That's cult mentality. Export 
liberation theology and liberation feminist movements across the world. Oh, we got to go in all these countries to help the women. Oh, we're there to help free the women from oppression. Meanwhile, this power structure is intent on destroying women and destroying their identity and destroying population, destroying children, which is what women do. Women birth children. Now, that's a revolutionary statement, right? Like Brave New World says that in the future, you can't say women give birth to kids. But here we are. 16, uh, collapse the existing world economies to engender political chaos and then to integrate it into this CBDC global fiat Fedcoin. Now, he says that they would push this cashless stuff. He was writing this back in the 80s and 90s. So he was way ahead of time, right? Absolutely. Here we are, BIS, Fedcoin, all coming now. Right, Bank for National Settlements, the giant triple chin dude said that we will have Fedcoin and we'll shut your wallet off when you're a bad boy. Take control of domestic uh, policies in the U.S., that is the CFR and the elite controlling all domestic policies, including at the state level, so they want to undermine the state firewall. Give full support to uh, international bodies such as the U.N., International Monetary Fund, BIS, and the World Court. And that's exactly what we saw in the last three years. Oh, we got to listen to the UN. Uh, the CDC is going to uh, pass on and hand off. Uh, oh, we, we just do whatever the UN tells us. And who tells them what to do? Oh, the Rockefeller Foundation, Bill Gates. So we do what they say. Why? Because they say so. Says who? Them. Why do we follow them? Because they say so. <laughs> penetrate, um, penetrate and subvert all the governments. Now, this sounds, oh, that's conspiracy theory. That's so conspiratorial. How is Dr. Coleman saying that they plan to penetrate and subvert all the world governments? Oh, and what did Klaus say last year? We will penetrate the cabinets of the world. We will penetrate them all. We will have our minions in all of the world's governments and parliaments. And he, didn't he say, oh, and we now already control most of the world's parliaments. Remember he said that. Hello. So this wasn't a conspiracy theory. This is a plan. Organize and control worldwide terror groups, including entities like Red Brigade, entities like uh, ISIS, Al Qaeda, right? All these uh, you know crazed, crazed uh, radical cult groups that then become terror groups, and that's exactly the purpose of Gladio. So now remember, they didn't know the name of Gladio when this book was written, and yet Dr. Coleman talks about, for example, P2 being involved in the death of Grace Kelly, the actress, who married King Rainier, Prince Rainier of Monaco. And why did it? Well, Prince Rainier made the uh, Illuminate confirm mad because there was a dirty deal that went down in regard to uh, P2 having, in uh, Gladio, moving heroin into Monaco. And that was uh, organized and run, according to Dr. Coleman, by Kissinger. And uh, I guess Prince Rainier didn't do exactly what he was supposed to do. And so that's what, according to Dr. Coleman, led to the demise of Grace Kelly. Now, that's a theory, right? That's a theory. However, that, that this was going on in Monaco and that there was P2 and all this, that is not theory. In fact, one of the famous books that was considered wild conspiracy theory back in 1985 when it was written is the famous David Yallop book, In God's Name, which is a book investigating the Vatican Bank the P2, the CIA, and the suspicious death of Pope John Paul I, who was Pope for 33 days. And then he mysteriously died of what they call a heart attack, but appears to have been probably a poisoning. Now, what's interesting about this is that he talks about all these figures that 
in his research, such as Opus Dei, such as the Bologna bombing, the involvement of these uh, criminal organizations, and he, the only thing he leaves out is the name, because he wrote this prior to anyone knowing the name of Gladio. Well, it turns out that wasn't all conspiracy theory. It was true. PhD thesis, NATO secret armies. It's all true. It was called Gladio. Operation Gladio. That's what Dr. Kalm is talking about. They just didn't know the name of the operation. They had all the, the information. And then, oh, it turns out, yes, it was called Gladio. Now, we're not being run by right-wing Christians. Okay? This crazy conspiracy theory that, oh, it's the right-wing Christians running everything. No, no, no. It's not right-wing Christians. It's technocrats above any of these kind of ideologies. And they use ideologies to control people. And so the last uh, plan that he says is that ultimately take control of education in America to promote all forms of sexual deviancy so that the Malthusian agenda of overpopulation and energy control and scarcity can be normalized. And, it, and, and here's the crux of it all. The overall agenda is the control of all energy and population, meaning not just getting the numbers down but controlling and managing everything every day, all day long by everybody. Banning the cars, banning the stoves, euthanasia, death care, banning the meat, banning travel, banning families, banning men, Agenda 21, biodiversity, Wildlands Project, 15-minute cities, ESG. All of that is this plan, and it is rolling out right now. Be sure and support Alex Jones. Be sure, be sure and support me over at my website, jasonalsis.com, and on all the outlets that you see me on, such as YouTube and so forth. Rockfin, go subscribe. The Occidental Quarterly fills a unique niche in bringing together scholarly articles on a wide range of topics that are mired in political correctness elsewhere. It is edited by Professor Kevin McDonald, who's no stranger to listeners of the political cesspool. There are quite a few reasons for the precarious state of our civilization and our people. But one of the main ones is that we have lost the intellectual and moral high ground to a cultural elite that is hostile to our people and our culture. Those of us who are politically aware must understand that the elite's dominating culture and the political process in the West are intellectually and morally bankrupt. TOQ is the key. Digital download subscriptions are only $30 a year. Subscriptions by first-class mail are only $60 a year. Go to toqonline.com and click on subscribe now. In addition to receiving fascinating and informative articles, you will also be supporting the work of scholars who are part of a community defending our people and our culture with the highest level of integrity and intellectual sophistication. That's toqonline.com. Subscribe now. You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. ResolutionRDO.com When I sit here and hammer and beg and plead on air, promoting great products that you already need that are amazing, we're able to be in the black. You probably noticed the last three weeks I barely plugged, I haven't hammered things, because I don't like coming up here. I want to cover news and information and just begging and pleading and explaining. We did the accounting yesterday. We're back in the red. We've just gotten out of it, and I guess this is where God wants to keep me. It's all in God's plan, I'm sure. Uh, but you need these products anyways. These are great products that are life-changing, and we won't be here if you don't support us. So Trump has a war chest of $400 million. That's great. He deserves it. Wonderful. Everybody's supporting Trump. We don't have a war chest of a million dollars. So we need to be able to stay on air, 
The bankruptcy is going well. They found out we're not hiding money. They found out I've told the truth about everything. The reorganization is going well, but not if there's not enough money to fund the operation. So you need ultimate krill oil, highest quality, highest grade krill oil that does over the top things for your cardiovascular system, your brain, your mind, your psyche. It, it, it's next level. We have great fish oil as well. Those are 40% off. We're selling out of the great idea my dad had, the turmeric, a non-fluoride toothpaste full of all the essential oils. More will be in a few months, but we've still got it at InfoWarsTore.com. These two products, one comes back in in about three months, another one comes in in about four months. But we, these are best sellers, but we need the funds now. So, Real Red Pill Plus, with the preglanone, all these things that boost your natural hormones, your overall stamina and everything, it's 40% off. DNA Force Plus, selling out. We're down to like a thousand bottles. Won't be in for a long time. 40% off still, InfoWarsStore.com. But really, this is an information war. So I would really encourage listeners to go to InfoWarsTour.com and get an Alex Jones for President shirt. Get a great conversational piece. You'll meet a lot of cool people. That shirt's available, limited edition. It won't be sold very soon. Also, the Trump mugshot. They never get a real mugshot, so we already have created one. It's being printed right now. It'll be shipping out next week. It says political prisoner with a picture of Trump in a basically a lineup or a mugshot on the back, InfoWars.com. It's a limited edition shirt as well. It's a fundraiser shirt. I want to thank you all for your support. Get a signed or unsigned copy of my best-selling book, The Great Reset and the War for the World as well. I want to thank you all for your past support. I want to encourage those on the fence. The fight's now, folks. We're the tip of the spear. You're the tip of the spear. Please get off the bench, especially those of you, because I know 99% of our audience never buys anything. And just go to InfoWarsStore. I'm in your hands. You're in my hands. Realize you're in a fight. Fund the fight or roll over and die. Appreciate your support. Listen to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com.